Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Badass Women's Hour Excel with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, three, four! It is time for our badass balls ups. Your problems, our solutions, all our wisdom just put towards helping you. Uh, this week we've got we've got some good problems this week. Quite like them. Emma, what is up first? So this first one comes from Sinead via Facebook and she said, I dated I used to date someone I work with. Whilst we are not in the same department or team, I see him almost daily as he works on the same floor as me. We were together about six months and it all went horribly wrong when he kissed another woman at a work night out. Boo. It is really awkward and so painful seeing him in work every day. Any advice, anything I can do, I'm getting to the point where I don't want to go into work. Oh, oh Sinead. I, you know, I feel lots of people meet their other halves at work, though, mm. don't they? Yeah, and also lots of people snog people they shouldn't do at work. I mean, it is it is unfortunate. Um, I have never dated anyone that I have... Have I? Let me check. No, never dated, never had an inappropriate moment with anyone that I have been in an office with. I have, however, sat next to many, many people who have had inappropriate relations with other people around the office. It never ends well. No, it, it doesn't. Well. No, it doesn't. I, I have. I dated somebody. Well, he worked in the office downstairs. In we we're in this building block, and I dated somebody. And you know, we literally dated for about three months, and it was so awkward afterwards. And literally, like you know, when you're just like, oh no, <laughs> I've got to see him every day, and he had to see me every day, and yeah. But then I, some people like work together, date and work together. So it, you just take potluck or do you steer clear of dating people you work with there's a saying in my mind that is a bit that is like don't something where you yeah exactly and I feel it's a bit of a case of 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 that um maybe workplace dating isn't a great Mm. thing there's a reason why it's sometimes in company handbooks and policies is because when it all goes horribly wrong and you have to see each other every day what it's does awkward. She, what so, does Sinead do now, though? She's like, I'm getting to the point where I don't want to go into work. So I was thinking about this, Sinead, and it, the reality is we could say to you, you need to quit your job and go find something else. No, no. But I don't think that's going to help you. No. I don't think it's going to help you. And I think this is actually an element of learning, like how to understand what you're feeling right now and how to get beyond it. So have a sit down with yourself and ask yourself, why is it so awkward? Are you feeling ashamed? Are you feeling embarrassed? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling like you you wish you were still with him? You know, all of these things. Work out what it is and then tell yourself, what do I need to get beyond this? And do whatever that is. Is it, 
you know, I'm I'm not saying that you need to make him look a bit stupid in a meeting, but if that makes you feel better, go for it. <laughs> You're talking about revenge, revenge tactics. Bit of revenge. Area. I'm not saying I'm not saying, saying you should make him look somebody else on the team, but if that makes you feel better, do that too. But like, work out what it is you need to, what you're feeling, and what you need to feel better. Because ultimately, it's not actually just people you date with. Sometimes date. Sometimes you have really good friends at work, and then they do something, and they're not your friend anymore. Or you really get on with your boss, and they do something, and you don't like them anymore. You have to learn to work with people that you don't like. Yeah. That's give what I think. Give it some time as well. I think. Mm. Give yeah. it some time. Is it my balls up or my opinion? Your opinion. You look like you had an opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, I just. I think that she just needs to pull ourselves up by the pants and just let this one go relationships break up you just have to go to work and get on with it it was six months he had you know he kissed someone else if you like him you like him you could bump in into a guy that you really like in the street and it's the same thing you just need to get on with it I'm not feeling particularly sort of empathetically like I want to hug her on this one (laughs) I'm like you knew what you were getting yourself into Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, Sinead. Tough love, my goodness. Yeah, tough love. <laughs> Nat, you've got our next one. What is I it? Do. This is from Celia on Instagram, and Celia says, I'm renting an expensive flat in a great part of London, but I also own a lovely flat which I rent out, and it's a 40-minute train ride out of the city. I'm in a really pressurised job, which is making me feel anxious, but could be amazing for my career path. On days, I sometimes wonder if I should just quit my job, leave my expensive rented flat in London and move into my out of town flat and just have a total change of lifestyle. But my question is, will my social life be over if I do that or am I quitting this job too early? Oh. <clears throat> um, well, yes, your social life will be over as no. it is now, but it will change, won't it, okay. Emma? Well, yeah, I'd, I don't know. I just think if you're spending a lot of money on a flat just because of its location and you're renting, like, you know, I don't know, and you've got a house that you could live in that you own. I don't know. I'd and it's be only 40 minutes yeah, out of London. Yeah, I'd be tempted to go back there because you'd have more disposable income that, you know, and then maybe that would help with the job. But I don't know. Options are a great thing to have. Yeah. And by moving back, potentially, if it's a, if you bought it and you were willing to live there, there must be something about it that you like. Yeah. And so having the option because you don't have to be earning as much means that if you did wake up and you were like, I just can't do this anymore, you could stop. Yeah. Whereas based on your current situation, you can't. Kind of trapped. Exactly. Hmm. That's so a challenge. I, a few years ago when I was looking at buying a flat and uh, I couldn't find anywhere that I could afford to buy in London. And my kind of godmother had a very big sit down with me and was like, you need to look outside. What are you doing? And the only place I could find was a roughly a 40 minute train ride outside of London towards where I grew up. And I could have bought a really nice flat there. And the thought of doing that and having to commute back there every day just sucked the life out of me. I, because it was just for me, it felt like admitting defeat. It felt like admitting that I had to go back to where I'd grown up, where I'd worked really, really hard to get out of, that I couldn't be in the the location that I loved. I couldn't be there. So I think if you really love where you are living, it is an investment and it is worth the investment. But if you're not loving where you're living, if you're not making the most of it, if you're hating your job, if you want out, I would try for a little bit. I'd go and move out to your flat for a little bit, see what it's like, see if you enjoy it. Maybe don't quit your job while you're doing that um, and see if you like the commuting and if that makes your job better. And if it doesn't and you miss 
the location you're living in right now, but you still hate your job, then I would look at changing your job. It feels like you're conflating two separate issues. Yeah, Does that be. make sense? Yeah, it could be. And sometimes if you feel trapped, like if you're in this high pressure job, but you're feeling like you can't quit because you've got bills to pay, yeah. that can actually make the job more unbearable if you almost feel like you're sort of trapped in that scenario when you might not actually be yeah it's a Mm. it's a tricky one isn't it yeah and also never stay in a job just because it's good for your career path because if you're absolutely hating it and it's miserable like just look at what the next step on that career path is and try and get there earlier Mm. you know don't hang around thinking i've got to do two years here you really don't get on to the next thing i think uh so next problem comes from rowan on facebook and she says, love this, Rowan. You should tell us what your company name was. For the last few years, I've been hand-making chocolate and selling it as a side hustle. After thoroughly reviewing the market, working out all the financials, coming up with a business plan, six months ago, I quit my job, sold my flat, moved in with my parents, and I'm trying to make chocolate my full-time career. But it's not going well. I thought I'd be much further along, but I can't get big shops to meet with me. All the money I make is eaten up by the business, and I feel like my parents think I'm crazy. Should I let the idea go and go back to my old life? Oh, Rowan. Well, personally, I think six months is just not enough time. Like, yeah, there's a, there's all sorts of dimensions to this, but I, I would not be quitting my job unless I really knew what the financials were looking like for that side hustle and that it could start to pay at least some of my bills or what I was going to do short term. And I think people really underestimate how long it takes to build up momentum in a business. Mm. You just don't go from a side hustle to full time hitting revenue that's going to keep you in full time employment. Like it's, you know, it takes time. You've got to build relationships. You've got to build momentum. You've got to get word of mouth out there. So I think maybe expectations here as well in terms of, you know, where you you expect to be in a, in a really short amount of time. Rowan, my darling, I'm not feeling particularly loving this evening. <laughs> so I'm going to say, is your chocolate any good? That's the first thing. Maybe these meetings aren't flying and the financials aren't working because the chocolate's not any good. We had the marshmallowist on the show last week and she was talking about starting up her journey. Go and listen to that because if your product's good, people will buy it. You'll find a way through. So that's the first thing to ask yourself. It's a bit like X Facts when people go on and sing and they can't really sing and their family's never really told them. Uh <laughs> And if the, if the product is good, then maybe you need to pivot. Maybe it's not unique enough. Maybe it's just like everything else that's on the market. So what can you do to zhuzh it up? Does it need a hint of, you know, rum or something? Um, <laughs> rum is your answer to everything. <laughs> yeah, it is. So think about that. But I wouldn't be disheartened if you're committed to running a business. Maybe this one isn't the one. Maybe it will happen on the next one. We've all had multiple businesses and the first idea didn't work or the third idea didn't work. Oh, sorry. I think I I do agree with them. So I think six months is no time. Mm. It's no time. And the other thing, when you are starting a business that I really noticed, I don't know if either of you noticed this, you graft and graft and graft and graft and graft and it feels like nothing's happening. And then suddenly, all at once, everything happens. Like buses. Yeah. 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 Um, So I think give yourself a bit more time. I would tell your parents to give you a bit more time as well. Like they obviously agreed to you moving back home. You've sold your flat, so you must have a bit of a financial buffer. Um. You know, really get them involved. Yeah. No. I was actually going to say, maybe you're f- living with your parents might not be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Actually, could you live locally somewhere cheaper where you have your own space and you still feel like an adult? Because that pressure might be making you feel worse. 
the other thing I'd say is just surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, probably yeah. food entrepreneurs, to get to really get some insight into how everybody else is doing. If you can find a really good peer group who mm. are willing to be open and vulnerable to you about their journey, mm. it, there's nothing like talking to another business owner for you to go, oh, actually, no, I'm not going mad. I'm not a failure. Like exactly. they're doing the same. Like it's not been happening for them. So, yeah, get yourself a really good like peer group of like food entrepreneurs. I agree. Yeah, great idea. Uh, we hope that helps and if in doubt send us some chocolate uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll review it for we'll you. review it and we'll let you know whether <laughs> yeah. it's any good uh, final question for today Emma what is it it is from uh, Siobhan from Twitter and she says my boss keeps telling me I need to be more confident I really feel like I'm pretty confident I'm just not an extreme extrovert like him do I have to change all my behavior oh, oh this is the thing that riles me the most I think when people say to me, it's just about being more confident. And I'm like, no, the behavior that you are requesting is not confidence. It is overconfidence. They are not the same thing. Makes me so mad. Yeah. And it's always about fixing the women, isn't it? Yeah. Always. Now, you're more introvert. Do you, do you find that lots of people are like, be more confident no. talk more no <laughs> uh, but that's no <laughs> that conversation yeah, never happened I can't happened. imagine anybody telling that to um, be more confident no because it, again a learnt behaviour I realise that they're not saying be more confident they're saying be more like a man that's mm. what he's ultimately saying mm -hmm. and so I learn what the male dynamic in the workplace is it is more extrovert it is blowing your own horn it is uh, tooting your own trumpet it is um Shout, speaking up, shouting out, go on, you're going to, in your I was going to say running an orchestra, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a bit more updated than that. Um, and so that's what they're saying. And I learned that very quickly. I'm not saying that's what you should do. I think you should just continue being yourself and continue doing a good job. The one thing I would say you should do if you're not doing it is speak up about the things you're doing well, because maybe that's not what he's seeing. He doesn't know how much you're delivering for the organisation. Um, and so his answer is be more confident. And what he means is just speak up and say what you're doing. Yeah. Mm. Also, I sometimes think that bosses use be more confident as it's feedback. A, catch all. When they, yeah, when they don't really know what mm. to say. And so maybe go to him with some specific questions. So please, can you tell me how I did at this particular skill on this particular project? What did you think worked? What do you think could be improved? Uh, ask him when you say be more confident, what specific things would you like to see me doing? So... Is it, you know, and he'll probably say, oh, you know, just like speaking up more. Be like, is that in meetings? Mm. Is that at events? You know, can you give me yeah. some specific things that I can then deliver on? Because also what you don't want is in six months time to be in a review process. And he's going, well, I asked you to be more confident and you're not more confident. You need to know, no, you asked me to do this and I showed it here, here and here. Yeah, there's lots of dimensions to confidence as well. Mm. I mean, it could be that you just need to be a bit more assertive, for instance. Like, that like that could be misdrewed as mm -hmm. confidence, couldn't it? Which is just speaking up. It's just so boring hearing the word confident with women. I'm just so like, ugh. I just, yeah, it's I a think constant it's, narrative, isn't it, that we have to part with. And also I think it's just lazy feedback. Mm -hmm. It's lazy feedback. It's not doing your job as a manager properly. Um, and finally, I would really encourage you, if he says to you, you need to be more confident, to say, actually, I feel really confident, so I'm not sure what other skills it is you want me to display. Tell me. Because, quite frankly, there is nothing more confident than a woman telling a man she's already confident enough and he can sort off. <laughs> That's what I think. I agree. I actually yeah. agree. One, two, three, four! 
this has been Badass Women's Hours, Badass Bulls Ups. If you enjoyed it, do you know what you should do? Rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, please. And of course, if you've got a problem you want our advice on, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the socials, at Badass Women's Hour, HR, at Badass Women's Hour. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.